2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com mobilecom
0: Simple fact. When I want something, man, I don't want to pay for it. It's a fairly simple premise. Uh, the folks singing this song don't like paying for stuff. Um seems like more and more people agree with that. <laughs> Are you principle. singing with them? <laughs> I pay for stuff.
3: Uh, All the time.
0: Eh, I as long, <laughs> the only t- the only time I take stuff is when the the machine at the office isn't working. That's their fault, not mine.
3: Hey, hey, hey. Ah, that's not the only time you take stuff.
0: You'll have to remind me. Um <laughs> B I, I wanted to talk. I don't know if everybody follows Mark Bullock. Um Bullock's, like, a film breakdown guy, British dude. Used to, At one point was writing for The Post. At one point was writing for The Athletic. Now has his own website, whatever. Substack, I guess is the term. Mm-hmm. Um, Bullock did a breakdown today of Jaden Daniels. I assume he has done one of Drake May also. But let, let's start in more of a central premise B do you believe the commander's draft decision will ultimately end up being between bull between Daniels and may. Uh, yeah, it, it, it feels that way anyway. Right. Um, I I don't know that I have a real dog in this fight. Um, I prefer Daniels in a league where it's about making plays. I just feel like he's more of a playmaker. His running ability is truly dynamic. Um, but Drake May can do it all. Has a huge arm. Um, impressive candidate. Impressive young man. Um, and, and I think you know he's got the size. He's got prototypical kind of size, and and that matters in the NFL. I mean, I, I think if Sam Howell was six four, this parts of Things that went wrong this past year might have gone differently. Um, I like May. I I would probably lean Daniels, but I don't have a decided viewpoint one way or the other. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: One thing that makes me nervous with May a little bit is you see highlights, right, where he's got a pocket and he still moves out of it. And – and I feel like we just watched that with Howell, and, and you cannot get away with that stuff in the pros. And th- that worries me. One thing that worries me about Daniels is when he gets hit, it's like a car accident. There's like limbs flying everywhere. Um, he got up. Sure. <laughs> he kept getting I, up. I'm with you. I, here's I, I want to go to the Aquarium boys on this. Do you think it is reasonable to have a definitive – This guy, not that guy, is the right answer opinion at this stage of the game.
3: Uh, If you are – if you have a certain concept, a mindset of what you like or what may fit your offense, Kingsbury, yes, you could. You can say what you like or what you don't like, you know. Uh, You mentioned that what you call leaves the pocket earlier. That may be something that turns somebody out. Not always. I'm not saying Always. I'm saying that could turn somebody off. Uh, uh, you Look at uh, uh, Daniels. They may say, oh, his size. Or they may say, well, you know, he get hit, but he gets up every time. So I don't know. I, he got hit one time. I think it was Mississippi State. I thought he wasn't getting up. He jumped right back up. Right. And threw a dime.
0: Right. Um. Do you have a particular opinion one way or the other?
3: Not necessarily. I just want my my mindset has been since they got Adam. Whoever you like, pick them, and then give them one hundred percent of your support. So either one of these dudes can work if they gonna get full support. You got you can't draft one and be saying, "Well, we probably should have No, draft one and give me support, and then let, let everything fall in me. Wait
0: I totally agree with that, B. This may be silly. Do you think at all it would be weird or odd to have two guys that were college teammates together in the pros where one guy's kind of replacing his old college
3: roommate? Didn't he replace him when he left the school? Yeah. Now you're a grown man. You can get mad. and <laughs> You can be at home getting no money. Or you can be on the team with him and getting some money. And if he goes down, you can be there to help him, help the team move forward. That's something that I know the team isn't thinking about, and I hope the hell the players aren't thinking about.
0: Do you care? Uh, Not even do you care. Is it a positive to you? Drake May is way younger than Daniels.
3: Uh, It don't make me a difference when it comes down to a quarterback in the league. He's 21. See, like, people may look at that, but my whole thing is, Tom Brady at 40 was better than a lot of the young quarterbacks with great talent. Yeah. So, if the guy if, – if, if you get Daniels here, how is he, 25, 24?
0: He'll be 24 this Christmas. Okay, so
3: he'll be 24 this Christmas. That's a whole season already played. So, if he's – if you get 14 years out of him playing high, you don't care that he was uh, three or four years older than the other guy.
0: Yeah, I think specifically that quarterback position um, – Guys are playing forever now, I, I, and at a high level. I mean, you look at how long Drew Brees played, Rivers, Matt Ryan. Um, I, I don't worry. Like, if it was a running back specifically or or even like a, an offensive lineman that had another basically two full seasons of wear and tear on their body, I, I, I'd worry about it. But quarterbacks, man. I mean, they just play now, and the way those guys take care of their bodies. I think the way the league takes care of them, protects them. I the the age thing is is not particularly worrisome to me. I don't worry about the age. Um, I want to go to the aquarium. I mean, if you look at like, would you? I don't think of Dak as an old quarterback. He's thirty. You know, I, I bet Dak still has. 8 years left. <laughs> Stafford's 35. And he's not that mobile, but he was never that mobile. It's not like he's lost mobility. Yeah. I I mean Kirk who before he got hurt was on pace for maybe a 5000-yard season. Kirk's 35. Um
3: I think the league doesn't care about an age until your play starts falling off. If yeah. you're 35 and if you're good old enough and you're playing, nobody cares. I think we in the media discuss age more than anybody cares about it in the league. Yeah, I'm with you. Um,
0: I want to go to Jeffrey, young Jeffrey. Um, Jeff, do you have a significant dog in the fight of Daniels versus Drake?
5: Yes, and it's Jaden Daniels. Uh, I've been riding with him, you know, since he came on the radar for the commanders. The only – I've watched him this entire year, man, and he has been nothing but he has done nothing but impress me, bro.
0: So, if it's a if it's Daniels or Drake, you're in on Daniels. But are you out on May? That's what I'm asking. Like, will you be pissed if they make the decision to go with Drake May?
5: I wouldn't, JP. I wouldn't be pissed at the decision of either of the top 3 quarterbacks. You know, they all have a good upside. Everybody's going to have a flaw you know it's it's no perfect athlete nowhere uh I wouldn't be pissed by any of the three now if it was if it's an outlandish pick that nobody thought and it proves to be outlandish, then I would be pissed but as far as those three guys and Williams may or Daniels, I wouldn't be pissed on if if either one of them came
0: What about the great Landini? Landini, do you have a dog in the fight? Do you have a lean? Do you have somebody you want? I, let's all just operate with the the base that Caleb goes one, so that we're not entering Caleb into the conversation. It's 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 a Daniels Drake. Does are are you in on one, out on the other?
6: Uh, Jim, my my preference would be Jaden Daniels. I think that if you look at the guy. Just he played in the SEC. That's a tougher conference. He played against tougher competition, and he was good enough to win the Heisman Trophy, which is the award they give to the, well, realistically, it's the best quarterback award, but he won that award. He won the best quarterback award in the toughest conference in college football. Uh, That's enough for me. That's what I would want to see. Now, if they do decide to go with uh, Drake May, I'm not going to be angry. I would be a little disappointed, um, but I would prefer Jaden Daniels.
0: I think that's fair. Um, is
3: anybody out on Caleb? I'm not. I'm not. I'm out if you got to give up everything to move up one spot right, to him. Right,
0: right, right, right. I, I'm saying if he falls to two.
3: Nope, I'm not out on him.
0: Landini?
6: If he falls to two, I'd be a little bit concerned. If you look at a guy who's like the – the consensus number one overall pick and kind of has been for a considerable period of time. If all of a sudden the the Bears look at it and say, uh, "No thanks, we don't want this guy," that would that would make me nervous. I, you know, I again, I wouldn't necessarily hate it, but yeah, I'd I'd be confused as to why that happened. I'd want to know what what made the Bears change their mind about this guy.
0: What if they decide to ride with Fields and like take Marvin Harrison?
6: They ain't doing that.
0: I don't think so either.
6: A team cut Peyton Manning so they could take a quarterback number one overall. They're taking a quarterback number one overall.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Especially when you phrase it like the Manning thing. Here, I almost want to open the phone lines up for this, but I know we got Ben White coming. I just think anybody that is so all in on Drake or Jaden one way or the other is just – is just too small-minded. Like, I, I, I just don't know. What do you want to do? Me? Where are you at? I'm all, I am lean Jaden, for sure. Mm. But I just, I, I, it just seems premature to have any, like, declaration of, no, this guy sucks, that guy's good.
3: It depends on who you listen to. The people that make their mind up like that, One I'm listening to CNN, when I'm listening to Fox. They don't listen to the other station. <laughs> so, if you listen to both stations, then you'll be confused a little bit. But ultimately, they're listening to one person and not anybody else.
0: Fair. Um, not, I'm not, I'm not pulling that thread. Um, but I think, I, you know, I just it, – it's going to be fascinating to watch this process unfold. And everything's going to get thrown into the microwave next week. Because you're going to have – yo, I'll say – whatever you whoever you follow on Instagram and Twitter and it's these like NFL rumors websites, just be careful what you believe, dude just just be careful and don't be in a hurry to to look at stuff because the combine has so many people telling so many things and people are in such a hurry to get retweets and I, I don't even know what it would be on it Neil,
3: Neil said earlier. Nobody knows. Right. If everybody knew, every quarterback picked early would have been would have been great. They're all not.
0: Does anybody, including the aquarium boys here, want them to trade
6: back? No. You got the number two overall pick. Get a I quarterback. Mean, yeah, you,
3: you, you when you get to this point,
6: get it. We've been in QB hell for thirty years. Just take a guy.
3: Yeah. Uh
0: Jeffrey. In here. Where'd Jeff go? He left. See you later, Jeff. Um, Yeah, man. You, you gotta... I And I was texting with a buddy of mine last night who still loves Howell. I like Howell a lot. I think he's a hyper-competitive young man, um, and, and he could grow and get better, but I don't think he showed enough this past year that you don't keep swinging at the quarterback position.
3: But and see, I think, this is where my mind is with people like that. They like Howell because they like him, but if they were to pass on a quarterback and stick with Howell, and that quarterback goes somewhere, it's great. That same person will say, "Man, we should have went, uh, we went with the other guy."
0: Daniels. That happens
3: whoever, all yeah. the time. I'm I'm just like you, like you just stated. Listen, I like Howell too, but I don't judge my quarterback based on my feelings for him or how I feel about him. I judge my quarterback based off of what he did on the field. And as the season went on, I saw things that never would changed. Do I think he could end up being a good player? Yes. But then again, you got other players right now coming out of college who are probably at that same level with with tools and the height that goes with it. So they may be able to come in right now and be even with him and, and push forward. So I can't just automatically step away from those guys because, like, I like a guy. You know, that that that's – We we have liked a lot of people that come through this town, and they were awful. I'm not saying Sam is, but the other we like people and they were awful, and we don't want them to go because we like them. To hell with like, we gotta like we gotta love the fact that they're a damn good football player, not that they're a good person. The
6: other thing about Howell is if you take Jaden Daniels or Drake May, Sam Howell still has two more years on his contract. He's still on the team. He doesn't just like disappear.
0: Right. I I don't think – like, I just got this tweet from my man Spencer Askin. Best available player, please, Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison, maybe Keyshawn Johnson, and I still don't think he helps you as much as getting the quarterback right. Ideally, you don't – everybody likes to say, oh, well, they probably won't draft this high again soon. They just did four years ago. They just did it. They just had the number two overall pick, and that year, because they had a guy that we hadn't seen enough about, and and some weren't sure if he was the guy or not, but because they already had a quarterback that they had drafted and played, they they skipped out at QB at number two, and it proved to be a mistake. Uh-huh. Who knows if Herbert or Tua become the same quarterback here? But what we've learned in hindsight is that they should have gone quarterback there. Based
3: off of what we've seen, I'll say no.
0: I, I mean, I, I think you got Andy Reid had Alex Smith playing the best quarterback he's ever played in his career. Alex Smith made multiple Pro Bowls, playoff games. That Chiefs offense was the best it had been in Andy Reid's tenure there. And he said, this is the one position I always have to get better at. And if I can if I can find the right guy, we're, we're a Super Bowl team.
3: Yep, and guess what they've been ever since? And this team isn't that. This team isn't even
0: close to that. So, yeah. You, you gotta know sw- what? got to swing for the upside.
3: You Your, your description was the, the most important position was to fill out the, the GM position, right? Yeah. And we filled that out, didn't we? Yeah. So, I'm going to go along whatever that man decides. To hell with everybody on Twitter who think they know. To hell with everybody on TV who think they know. I'm going to go with the man who's sitting in the room who's going to be Uh, looking at everybody, researching them. And if he chooses, either either person he chooses, I'm going to follow it. Because I understand how the human mindset works. We are still looking at this team based off of what it was and how things were. And we don't give ourselves a chance to to, to look at what is now and how things could be different. So I'm going to let things happen and go along with that. Because we know once they make the pick, it's going to be a lot of people who hate it. And they, like, they're ones that hate it because they listen to somebody on Twitter who who goes and listen to somebody else who comes and gives you information. They haven't watched nobody do anything, but then you're going to listen to them more than the guy that they paid to do this job and does it on the that daily basis. That celebrated his I, arrival. Yeah, I am not going to worry about all that crap.
0: Well said, B-Mitch. Ben White joins us next. Denton Day at 1 o'clock. Don't go anywhere.
3: Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. Bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account, you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlays are a perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. However you want to play, just head to fanduel.com slash brian to bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay with TNT Thursdays. That's fanduel.com slash brian. Make every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old or president of Virginia. Minimum three-leg par- parlay required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet, which expires seven days after receipt. Max refund is $5, $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 18- Call from mom. Answer it. Call
1: silenced.
0: Gambler. Seven, the fan. Got no going on microwave oven. Helping us break down the universe in his own way. Our dear friend, Mr. Ben White, joins us now. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram, at Economy Ben, Ben, what's going on, dude? How are you? Hey, I'm doing well.
7: Good to be with you all. Uh, how's everything going down
0: there in D.C.? Fantastic, oh, brother. We're, we're good, man. You know what's interesting is, I don't know that we've got your opinion on this yet. Um, Certainly, especially when you get me and B talking, it's funny. Yesterday afternoon, me and B both were in no hurry to get anywhere, and Doc Walker was in the office. And me, B Mitch, Doc, and Anthony Haney, who's one of the producers in the afternoon, just sat around and talked football for like an hour, and it was some of the most fun I've had this year, I would say. Just just chopping it up. Yeah, I mean, Doc's just such a legend. When you get outside of the, the football conversation, the biggest story in town, Brian, I don't know if you agree, is probably the potential move of the Wiz and the Caps over to Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, have you, I'm sure you've seen it, but you got a lot going on in your yeah. own world. Have you thought about that and like kind of the broader implications that it might bring?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about this once. I kind of hate it because, uh, you know, I'm such a fan of the city of Washington and doing anything to, you know, keep those areas, uh, you know, where they play now thriving economically. And, you know, I know it's not perfect and the building needs restructuring. And, you know, I was really hopeful that they could make a deal with the city to, to keep them. I know the Complex they're talking about in Alexandria looks really nice, and uh, it'll be, you know, a uh, multi sports venue with all that goes with that. That, uh, you know, owners like these days, all the ancillary things you can do. So I understand it, um, you know, why you want to do it and why it might make sense. But uh, personally, I really, really wish they would find a way to keep them in the city uh, so, you know, people can go to the games downtown and be downtown and go to the restaurants, stores, bars, like I still never forget being outside the building. When the caps were uh, going to the Stanley cup and just the throngs of people that were there and from, you know, different parts of the city like that, that to me is the ideal for civic sports and uh, economic development. Uh, So it'd it'd be a shame for me to, to see them go. Uh, I don't love it when teams leave, obviously didn't love it when, The Redskins, now Commanders, moved out to the monstrosity of uh, FedEx, and uh, it would make up a lot for it if we could get them back uh, if the Caps leave. If they do, it's absolutely essential, you know, that they speed up that process of getting the stadium into the city and a a good spot for it, uh, RFK or elsewhere, where you can have – uh, some benefit to the city of Washington, which, you know, is on the name of the teams. You know, it's not the Virginia Caps and the Virginia Wizards. It's the Washington Caps and the Washington Wizards. They should be at the city. So uh, it sounds like maybe it's going to happen one way or the other. Uh, if it does, then you really got to get the commanders back in town as quick as possible.
3: I was over that way yesterday, and as much excitement we saw on that TV, uh, that little interview that day and that little whatever they were doing, whatever you want to call it,
1: it's, a, know, the press it's, conference. Not, it's
3: not that type of ability, uh, mindset over there. I guarantee you that. In yeah. Alexandria, you're yes. saying? I went mm. in that area, talked to a few people, they don't like it.
7: There, yeah. Well, NIMBY <laughs> people never do. Like, not in my backyard. They don't want the uh, crowds and the noise and all that. So you're yeah. going to get that pretty much anytime you go and talk to anybody. Who's about to have major development around them, and I I, I sympathize with it. You know, uh, it's a pain in the butt when that happens sometimes. But you know, progress, progress, and uh, development, development, and buildings go up, and people deal with it. You know, like uh, it, it, that's not going to stop them. You know, some neighbors that are uh, unhappy about the idea, and frankly, you well, know, it seems like right a lot nearby. more stuff
3: is stopping. It, it's not a it's not a set deal yet, Ben.
7: Yeah, no, you know, I understand that you guys know better than I the status of it. I mean, it sounded like when they did that press conference and announcement that, you know, this is happening, uh, but it's not a deal. As you said, they still hoops to jump through in terms of approval, uh, you know, from Virginia to, to do it. And then it's not like the city of Washington couldn't conceivably come through with another offer. I mean, they did, late in that process, come through with something that sounded close to what uh ownership was asking for in terms of improving the arena uh but you know uh, if if they are to come through with another package uh, that would be great and they do have to get clearance obviously from uh, both the virginia state legislature and and the rest of the government there so yeah not a done deal Um, and if there's a way to save it in washington i would get hard behind that
0: yeah dude i have a I don't know. We'll see what happens, obviously, right? And it seems like they want this thing to happen, so maybe it will. Yeah. There's a lot of money, a lot of power behind it. Um, it's it's fascinating to watch unfold. But how? where I think this might tie into your area of expertise most is a lot of the problems surrounding Capital One Arena as it stands are real, right? And I think a lot yeah. of cities are dealing with, Reduced office, you know, expo- reduced office occupancy. occupancy yeah. Thank you. And and all of the, like, the effects that you wouldn't really think about come from that. Like, yeah. you know, there, there's less delis because there's less people going out for lunch from their office. Like, all those sorts of, of I, things.
7: Yeah, and that leads to higher crime rates and, you know, lower quality of life. That That's true. And I, this would just be adding to that. Uh to take out, you know, two major draws uh, to the area, you know, I, but it's chicken and egg, you know, because I think the I'm not there. You guys are there all the time. There's a period where Chinatown and the area around Capital One uh, was kind of thriving and, you know, new bars and restaurants. So that's been a long time since then, and I don't think it's quite, as nice and experienced now. Is that part of the problem that people don't necessarily yeah. feel that comfortable going there? Yeah. See, that's and in turn,
0: like a lot of restaurants and stuff have closed too, you know, yeah. and that's not, yeah. I think chicken or egg is the best way to talk about that, but let's remove like the specific capital one arena, the caps and the Wizards right. from the equation. Like it seems to me that things tend to be fairly cyclical, especially in our cities And right now, like I remember as a kid when when crime was really bad and, you know, there were lots of reasons to avoid certain things. And then it all kind of turned. And I think this is happening across the country. Like, do do you think there's a broader system at play of a cyclical downturn for cities? And and how long does that last?
7: Yeah, I do think that's the case. And it's partially a typical thing that that happens in the life of cities but I think it's also a direct result of covid and the switch to remote work and the fact that we have not uh for the most part I mean you guys are different in radio you got to get to the studios you got to get to you know practice and places you need to physically be but a lot of the office workforce in Washington and elsewhere now goes to the office maybe once, maybe twice a week, you know, if that, which leads to lower occupancy rates in buildings. And we're seeing a ton of that across the commercial real estate landscape in every major city. Uh, when you have fewer people, you have fewer businesses, uh, less money flowing around uh, Then you get. Uh, more crime and more um you know homeless populations and you know uh, obviously we need to take care of them and get them off the streets uh and uh have you know programs that deal with that which DC's never been super great at it uh and a lot of the city- other cities aren't so that's added to the fickle nature of economies like they go up and down and places uh do better and worse but this is a more fundamental change away from people commuting to city centers for work. Uh, And that's not going to reverse anywhere close to the way that it used to be. You know, uh, bosses have not succeeded in forcing office workers back. They've had to concede that they can get stuff done without being in the office. And it is for a lot of us, like me, who do writing for a living, uh, don't necessarily need to be in a physical place with other coworkers. We do occasionally, uh, once, twice a week, but not uh, a lot. Uh, And I don't know the answer to that in terms of making sure it doesn't damage city cores tremendously, but we're going to see it for a number more years, like fewer people in the urban centers and that leads to to more crime. Um, But the way you combat that in part is by making them more attractive places. To be and to go, and arenas are part of that, and the um, you know bars and restaurants and uh, retail stores that go with it are part of that. So people, even if they don't work there, want to go there, uh, and to do that, you need to invest in the infrastructure of the city, which DC needs to do more. And part of that is making the arena better you know more capacity uh just more up-to-date stuff in it you know you'd spend money on that um and uh, attended uh, services around it um uh, so that that would be a, just adding to the problem by letting them go you know you'd further hollow out a uh area of the city that really doesn't need any more hollowing out but i can understand the impetus of ownership to be like, we, you know, we're out of here. We want a safe place where people are going to come park their cars and spend a bunch of money, both on the game and other things. And right now, real attractive to do that in Virginia. Um, you'd have to really have some, some civic pride and thought about the city to uh, make the choice to do something else. But I think the choice to do something else long-term would be uh, morally better.
3: I think yeah. ultimately most of the things that DC is dealing with, just like every other city yeah, COVID Chicago, started a lot of uh, it.
7: San Francisco. COVID, um, COVID
3: started most of that. Yeah. And we can sit up here a lot of it. See, I live in Virginia. And I know yeah. one thing, it's more crime than 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 being that that's being reported. Okay. Yeah. They don't report the crime as prevalent prevalently as they do in DC and Virginia. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you start based thinking by
7: all
3: the shoplifting. Yeah, run across go right across the river. They got crime over there too. Uh, you no, think no, you, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, so my ultimate sort of thing is that that's an excuse, the crime. You want to yeah. move. Just be honest. You want to move. Yeah, you want to move, yeah. right.
7: You want to be in a bigger space with uh, yeah. multi-purpose arenas, you know, like more than one, and space to walk around. Like in L.A., you know, their, their place, uh, that beautiful stadium, and others, like the trend is, you know, entertainment complexes that can produce revenue for ownership beyond – Ticket sales and tv and the rest and it's real hard to do that in a tight city space but it's not impossible you know uh it can be done and i think ideally you know if you believe in thriving major metropolises particularly the nation's capital like you want to be moving towards helping with that but that said uh, it's not a crime uh, in my mind or a terrible thought you know to want to have that space that they're looking at in virginia i just wish uh you think a little bit more broadly and civic mindedly about uh keeping it uh keeping it in D C and you're right about the crime, Brian, nationwide. I mean, it peaked during COVID. It's come down, particularly violent crimes and uh but it's still higher than it was here in New York. You know, there's every day there's new subway violence uh and it's scarier to run subway now here than it has been since the seventies, you know, late seventies when it was uh you know absolute you know, free uh, for all on the trains, mm-hmm. and it's you know, Chicago's got a lot of crimes. San Francisco's got a horrible homeless problem. Like we have a lot of urban issues. Some of them born of COVID. Some of them by economic inequality and the fact that our economy rewards people at the top a lot and doesn't have much at the bottom. There are a lot of structural problems leading to that. But but COVID was big and just uh, areas being abandoned as thriving, you know, daily office places, which leaves the door open to higher crime. But and there is a lot of smash-and-grab shoplifting or just plain old shoplifting going on all over the place that amazes me. You know, we have like toothpaste locked up now, you know, we have like deodorant anything deodorant. It's nuts. And I don't know the answer. I'm not smart enough to know, um, how we combat that, but mostly it's through better economic circumstances for the people doing the stealing, because they're, they're not doing the stealing necessarily for, for fun, you know, like they just don't have any money and that's a problem.
0: It is a problem indeed. Uh, We don't have the answers, though. Ben, thank you for making time for us, as always, dude. Of course.
7: Always happy to do it, brothers. Have a good weekend. All
0: right, brother. You too, man. That's our boy, Ben White. You can follow him on X and Instagram, at EconomyBen. Denton Day joins us at 1 (sighs) o'clock.
4: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.
3: You put in the hours, the energy,
5: the tough labor. You are a fighter. medella is your reward. medella the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Go anywhere. All right, this is from Super Sports. This dude kind of started his own sports analytics stuff. I have, these are odds based on betting markets, which I think this early in the process aren't necessarily – what I would want to base my odds on. But according to this dude, Summer Sports 53% chance Drake May is the pick at number two. 32% chance Jaden Daniels is the pick at number two. 7% chance of Caleb Williams. 5% chance of Marvin Harrison. And a nearly 3%, 2.8% chance of Brian?
3: Offensive lineman. JJ McCarthy. No, Uh, I'm not having him, man. My question would be be this straight up. Did he talk to Adam Peters at all? No. If he didn't talk to Adam Peters, how the hell he knows? I don't know that Adam Peters knows till next week. That's what I'm saying. How the hell this guy knows? I don't want
0: to be naive and suggest that they haven't talked to these kids already or or started to do their homework and. I mean, they're going to put together... Now, I'm not talking work. about
3: the kids that are being drafted. I'm talking about the person that put this out.
0: Right, right, right. He's, he's basing it based on uh, betting market information, which is not something that is really all that real quite yet. Um, now, the commanders, I am certain, have started to cast a really wide net about what they want to do at number two, and they're looking at... Daniels and May, probably Caleb. Uh, They're looking at everybody, but they're really going to dig into Daniels and May. We both know that, right? Mm -hmm. But the official interviews haven't even begun. And whatever you want to say about Ben Johnson and Mike McDonald, I think it'd be pretty hard to deny at this point that the official interview made quite a difference for Dan Quinn. Mm -hmm. Like, whether they wanted they wanted Johnson, he told him to go kick rocks, fine. But Dan Quinn made an impression. And it's entirely possible that next week, I think they call it the car barn. They do it at this weird, like, back hotel of, of the Combine in Indy. But next week when they have the interviews with these young men, those are going to be really important. So to suggest we know what's going to happen, at least before that layer, is silly. And and I don't think we know what's gonna happen until we get a, a real feel definitively that Caleb's going one to Chicago.
3: Well, I'm I'm not trying to figure out what it's gonna be right now. I mean, I've been honest with you. Nobody yeah. knows. I, I listen, I do I do radio, but you know what? I don't do hypothetical. So my whole thing is right now, I can care less. Well, I got
0: something that is not a <laughs> hypothetical. For Go ahead. Me. Um, you remember Rod Gardner? Yeah. Rod Gardner is going to be on a reality show. And no, Jeff, it's not OnlyFans. Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> what reality show do you think Rod Gardner is going to be on? He
3: and his wife working out. No. Sort of, but no. Yeah, because I know that's what they do. They, they, they are workout fanatics.
6: Rod Gardner... He's going to be on uh, Deal or No Deal. Nope. Close, though. You're
0: getting there. What is it? Rod Gardner and his wife, Letitia, are going to be on the Amazing Race.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, It's something when you're running. I figured it. Yeah.
0: I've never watched Amazing Race. I kind of think I would like it, but... um, JP,
3: the Amazing Race is a race you shouldn't get involved with.
0: I think I could win
3: it. No, you wouldn't, because you don't focus on one thing too much. And they tell you what to focus on, you'll be all over the damn place. Have you watched Amazing Race? Yes. You don't watch anything? I watch Amazing Race. Really? Because they give them little clues, and then they got to go look for stuff. I can see you on the wrong side of town. You'll see something in the middle. Hey, let's look at that. <laughs> you're, there's no way you'll finish it up.
6: JP, if you were on The Amazing Race, you'd be the guy who gets arrested in a foreign country. <laughs> Why? Because
0: you know, you're cause you. That's
3: what you do. You are not a person.
0: That, I think you sleep on how good I'd be.
3: Jay, you don't focus on stuff, and you you do not like you don't like people telling you what to do and what you can't do.
0: I'm not great at that. Those are not strengths. Sometimes you have to remember the, stuff
6: on that show.
0: Paying attention to the rules. Yeah, yeah you got to remember um,
3: things, and I think you they're sticklers that. for the rules.
0: Yeah, that's I, I've never really watched it. So maybe that's why I am unaware of how poorly I would do. <laughs> I do think I think I'd be nasty at Survivor though.
3: You'd be terrible at Survivor. Survivor, you don't eat anything, dude. You'll well, die. I, I think that's That's what part you of, mean? they they eat all kinds of stuff that you probably would not try. Uh I could eat some weird
0: stuff if I needed to.
3: JP. You are you But I'm not a
0: big eater. That might help me.
3: No, you're not a big eater, but you know what? You do have to have something. And you're not living out in the woods. I think I could handle it. I hate bugs though. Uh, Well you you're not going to Survivor then.
0: Landville, who would be better at Survivor? Me or B Mitch? B Mitch. Who would be better at Amazing Race?
6: Also B Mitch.
0: Damn.
3: (laughs) Maybe Tent Day. Listen to me. you you are not focused enough on one thing to be able to do that amazing race stuff. I don't know. I don't
0: really. You know, this radio thing goes sideways. I'm not really sure what I can do on this planet. You could don't be on go Big anywhere. Brother, JP.
3: What do they do on Big Brother? They just sit in the house all day? Sit in the house all day and, and, and scheme against each other? Yeah. See,
0: I'd go nuts. I'd get bored. I can't get bored. That's why I need to be outside.
6: Sometimes you, you get to eat slop.
0: What is slop? I don't know. Does it have onions? I don't think so. I can't eat anything with onions. My wife and I were watching Below Deck last night, the Bravo boat show, and you you go on these elaborate yachts, right, and you get to make your own menu. You know what I would like if I was ever super wealthy, Brian? What? I'd like to be rich enough that I could demand guacamole and salsa made whenever I want them without onions. Is that too much to ask for?
6: That's the worst thing I, I
3: think, that somebody I think would ever way, do with their I money. I think the, the way you rich. solve that, learn how to cook stuff your damn self. You other know how than, to cook salsa? Other, other than a steak. I suppose I could make. Can I make a salsa? Guacamole. Make some salsa? I, yeah. And makes some guacamole, too. But I you, know how to make guacamole. Do you? No. Okay. Case closed. Do you? Case closed. Yes, I have.
5: You know JP version of guacamole. <laughs> you go buy some. Go buy some Tostitos and dump it in the bowl. <laughs>
0: That, listen, Jeff. When we when we get into barbecue season, probably May-ish, Memorial Day, I'm going to post my famous baked beans recipe yet again, and the people will come running back. No, they won't, Don't go they anywhere. Won't we got a break. Our landfill's gonna flip. <laughs> we'll be back.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.